Welcome everyone Ooh. and welcome to Give Me the Loot. I'm here with Give my bros, of course. And today's special, you know, is the 20th anniversary of a historic day. Um, it's a tragic day. day. Yeah, tragic day. You know, I remember it's one of those. It's one of those moments where you know, you know exactly where you were and what you were doing. Yeah, on this day, you know. Um, so prayers out to those families that lost, lost loved ones. Lost loved ones that day. You know, I know it's been 20 years, but you know, everybody grieves differently. There's no timetable for grief. And that's right. You know, prayers out to those to those families because very, very sad day. You know, I mean, I know New York every year they still put up the the blue lights to the, blue lights. the, the twin towers. You know, so like I said, prayers out to that family. You know, with that being said. A lot of people feel like that but since they do that every single year, they might as well just make it a national, uh, make it a holiday. I mean, you know. technically, I mean, it's not a holiday because it's, it's really nothing to celebrate uh, unless we're celebrating the loss of life, which is kind of hard to do. But it's more of a memorial. So in a sense, it is already a holiday, but it's, it's really more of a remember what happened. Remember these people. Remember the tragedy that we all suffered as a country, not just, you know, as New Yorkers who, who were here, but across the country, we were affected. Absolutely. You know, I, I, mean, I agree with you. I mean, I don't think it should be a holiday. I mean, we had I mean, another tragedy happen where, you know, it was Pearl Harbor, and that wasn't a holiday. So, well, but so. we do celebrate it every. What is it? The the fourteenth of September, if I'm not mistaken, or December, mm-hmm. December seventh. Right, but we we do we do hold a memorial or a memoriam for it. It's not, in a sense, it's a holiday, where but in, in, instead of having these, you know fireworks and celebration, we're, we're or mourning for all the people that we've lost or all the lives that were lost. For you. Yeah, you know, so I mean, something to the point. I mean, they do that in New York too. You know, they they made the area like a memorial where you can go visit. I have a question. You know. Actually, it's pretty dope. If you've never seen it, that shit is dope. It yeah, is I'm, really dope. It's sad, yeah. but it, it, it's really dope. It. it is dope. What's the question, Angie? What's up? Uh, so you know that the road, uh, well, but the twin the towers wasn't yeah the only one that failed. They also. Um, gone. Yeah. So are you doing the exact same thing over there, or is it just the World Trade Centers? It, it's it's all one. It all counts as one whole thing. Got you. So I mean, I, I, I'm mistaken. In Washington D.C., they're also having you know a memorial, you know, people a podium for people to speak, a place for you know the families to grieve and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. in downtown in New York City, they're also I'm not 100 percent because I'm not in Washington D.C., but I do believe. They're doing the same thing. Yeah. I, like, I understand what you're saying, though, AJ. You know, I understand exactly what you mean. Like, you know, it wasn't just the Twin Towers that got hit that day. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, no offense, but it's just like, you know, when, when Kobe passed away. Granted, I understand it was Kobe and his daughter, but, you know, they weren't the only two on the helicopter. Yeah. You know? And we, uh, we, we celebrate all of their lives. Not like, yeah. Obviously, Kobe was the big name, and he was the most inspirational 
to us all, mm-hmm. so the one that we go off of. But we also we always make sure that we say, you know, you know, rest in peace to everybody that was on that mm-hmm. airplane, not just yeah. Kobe and his daughter, exactly. but everybody. There are parents that lost their children. Absolutely, their loved ones. You know, a, a pilot also passed away, and he mm-hmm. lost family. Absolutely, you know, so definitely, definitely one clear. You know, that's why I say, you know, loved ones got lost lives on that day because, like I said, it wasn't just the Twin Towers; it was the Pentagon. It was a tragedy. That whole day was mm-hmm. a tragedy. Yeah, like I said, it's one of the things. I was scared to remember. Yeah. Well, no, I, was in fifth, I was in fifth grade. I don't know. I just actually happened. happened. All I remember. Oh, two years old. And my, I, I remember my teachers crying. But for me, you know, in class, I'm thinking something personal. I'm, I'm thinking this is, some, this is some adult thing. But then pops pick me up. And this is mm-hmm. unnormal, uh, unusual. Considering we kind of just got to school. Like if, if you remember, the bombing happened at like eight thirty something, eight forty six was the first one. Yeah, yeah. only in yeah. school maybe half. Yeah. If fact, that school just started, <laughs> literally just started. Not 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 just started the day, started the school year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It's like, like the first week in school. Yeah, I'm mistaken. Exactly, like the first week of school week. Yeah, like that. That's what I remember most. And then not pop crying, but. Him not being as jolly as he usually was, especially when picking mm-hmm. up. Like, you know, when he picked us up, he had a million and one questions. What'd you do today? What'd you learn today? You know, um, who did you sit with? You know, did, what'd you do in gym? Stuff like that. It's like, he didn't, not only did he not have those questions, probably because we didn't have a full day, but for the most part, it was, it was just a silent walk back to the house. He made me lunch, and we never actually talked about what happened. It, it wasn't until maybe a couple years later that I actually learned all that I, all that had happened. Because I, I had just started second grade. So maybe I would have comprehended what had happened. I probably wouldn't have. Like, oh, a, a plane crashed into a building. Like, that's sad and all, but it's not until a few years later where I learned that, you know, all these people died. That's what's really sad about it. Mm-hmm. Not just the terrorist attack, you know, but all these people that died and lost their lives because of someone's ignorance and selfishness. If we want to be blunt about it, you know, I, I was in fifth grade when it happened, and like I remember, like um, the first thing my teacher did said when she came in, you know, says class just started, and she's like, you know, we were just told that a plane hit. The World Trade Center, mm-hmm. and you know we're in fifth grade, so we're like, "What is that?" You know, not not too much. Some like some students knew what it was. Most of us was like, "What are you talking about?" Not this just is what like, is that? Where is that? That's, <laughs> that's another. That's another thing. <laughs> not just what is that? Where is that? Like, what are you talking about? And she explained, "Hey, the two tallest buildings in Manhattan." I'm like, okay, and then you know, little by little, I just saw them. I see my classmates getting. Yeah. Picked up, picked up, and then you know we got picked up. And I remember that ride home. It was like the the trains wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I remember that the bus the bus was packed. Like I don't think I've ever seen a bus so packed like that in my life. The bus was packed, and you know we go home. Of course, it's on every 
every channel you can think of. Even if you had cable, it was on every channel it's you on can every think channel. of. And you seeing people like walk across the bridge, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, yeah. for people who had to walk across the bridge to get home, or just had to walk mm-hmm. generally to go home, was to just get anywhere really. Yeah, it was just. That was just crazy, you know. And then to keep seeing the replay, yeah, the replay. Mm-hmm. What happened? That might be the hardest part for these families yeah, because we show think, every year. We show it every year. You know, I think and then seeing people jump out the window, it was just like that. Whoa! Like this so, you serious. guys remember um, Home Alone two, right? Where where he he he's lost in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes. One 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 of his destinations is to go see the World Trade Center. World Trade Center. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was like watching that movie. It always gives me goosebumps to know that I will never be able to experience that. Mm-hmm. Like that was always the goal. Let's go to the let's go to uh, the Empire State Building. Let's go yeah. to the Trade Center because it's the tallest tower in yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. Not just in the world, but you know, in America. In, we have access to it. It's it's really right downtown. We can get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we want mommy wanted us to be a little older, but we could get. There. <laughs> it's like now we don't we don't even have that opportunity. And like, it's like to World Trade Center, but the the Liberty Building is not like the World Trade Center. Having those two twin towers, yeah, as skyscrapers, like th- that was the the pinnacle of the whole city. Like, remember remember how we was. Younger, and even the pictures had to be changed because they had to take the twin towers mm-hmm. out the pictures. You know, when you saw New York City, of course you saw the bridge, and then you know they had the Empire State the Building, in there. Yeah. and then they had the twin towers right there in the middle. It was Empire State Building, twin towers, and bridge. If if yeah. this photo, it's those three. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. the building, if you want to throw that in there, but that's about it. Facts, you know, it was just. You know, like I said, as as being younger, we it was really confusion. You know, mm-hmm. we, like we understood the mood because you know, even as a child, yeah. you understand when people are sad when something really bad is happening. Exactly. You might not understand the Why? cause of it, yeah, but you know, you get the mood. You understand that you know not everybody's happy here, and as a kid, for the most part, you're kind of always happy. And then mm-hmm. in second grade, so I. I was always happy, but then you kind of start to see Pop, and he's not smiling. Mommy gets home. Mommy, mommy kind of she got home late, just trying to get home, and she worked mm-hmm. in the Bronx. It's not like she worked yeah. in Manhattan. She worked in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. She had trouble getting home, and then you know people calling everybody to make sure everybody is safe was another. That's what you know? the phone ringing off the hook. I remember yeah. even talking to grandma. Just just because she wanted to hear my voice. I remember talking to Tyrone because he wanted to hear my voice. And I had to sing the the Alfalfa song from The Little Rascal. Yeah. You know, speaking of my godfather, you know, he I was told that he used to work in the World Trade Center and uh Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I think he was there from ninety two to like I wanna say ninety nine, I wanna say. He said he used to work there. He just yeah. got out, really. And I'm like, wow, look at that. Look at that, man. So you know, it's it's a it's a very sad tragic, you know, and 
you know, like I said, the, like the, the older you got, the more understanding you'll be thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I agree with you. If you have yet to have seen the memorial, it is very beautiful. You know, what they did with it to make it, you know, I mean, it's it's sad. Don't get me wrong. It's still sad. But what they made of it is really, really nice. You know, yeah. they made it, they made it, they made it a historical mm-hmm. site, which I thought was really, really nice, you know. And like I so, said, the building itself is beautiful. It, it's an uh, incredible building. But I, I think because there's only one, it, it kind of takes away the 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 uniqueness of a skyscraper. I think because it's, there was two of them, that 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 two really high skyscrapers, two tallest in the world skyscrapers. I think that what really made it that much of an attraction. Because mm-hmm. we didn't just have one; we had two of them babies yeah. living here in New York. And you to work at one of those places would one... be. Go ahead, Ajay. What's your question? Do, do, do you think that they made one because they, they ain't trying to make two again, or just out of precaution? Just, yeah, yeah. I think out of precaution. Yeah, you know, you had two towers where, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of lives was lost because there were two yeah. tall towers, two so skyscrapers, two of know, the they, tallest buildings yeah. in the world. So I think they just made one out of precaution because they understand yeah. the devastation of and the. Not only the, the, not so far as the lie, it's just the whole mess that these yeah. two tall skyscrapers made in that city. Like it's kind of like taking a target off your back, kind of thing. Gotcha. You know, like it was a mess downtown. Like them scrapers made a big mess. Yeah. Like if you've you know, ever seen building, you know, uh, what's it called? You know, a destruction where where they're remodeling, they're, they're tearing down the whole building. But there's usually, you know, well, one, nobody's around. But there's it, there's usually a safety net there to protect mm-hmm. you from yeah. all of what drops. And this was a, once again, this was one of the tallest skyscrapers in the world. Yeah. At that. And they had to tear the whole thing down. Unwillingly. Unwillingly having to tear two big-ass buildings down in this... If, if it, during Wall in, in near Wall Street, if you think about it, that's near Wall Street. The World Trade Center is right there. Wall Street is a few blocks away. Mm-hmm. So not not just tearing down those buildings, but also affecting our financial economy to go with it. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, so. So like, mm-hmm. even as a seven-year-old, like thinking back, it's like I, I'm devastated for for today's date because of what happened, and mm-hmm. I, I pray that this never happens ever again. Nobody should ever be subjected to something like this to somebody else's agenda because mm-hmm. that's what it was. You know, it's, it's... lives lost for somebody else's agenda. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's just like a cause and effect where you know everything happens now. You know, like even when you go to we go to the airport now, you go through so many detectives. You got to show yep. your ID more than once now. We you still know? paying for baggage fees. Are the that's an all nine eleven? There were no baggage fees yeah. before nine eleven. 
Now you gotta pay them baggage fees. Yep. Absolutely. The only thing you ain't gotta pay for is the carry on. For the most part. And also, well, some airports, you know, I think um I think it's either Jeppe or American Airlines. If you're if you're um if you're if you're um under if you're bag on the ground, if it's less than fifty pounds, it's free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I learned not mistaken, I think that's most airlines. Yeah, even Delta. Yeah. Like, if it's more than seventy-five, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, yeah. if it's less than seventy-three, anything more than that, it's like one hundred and fifty bucks. But like I said, you know, it was sad tragedy, and you know, it it's, it comes to say that you know, life is too short. You know, you never know. Nobody's promised tomorrow. Yep. You know, nobody's promised. Nobody's tomorrow, promised so. today, or at least the rest, the rest of the day. Too. You know, so you know you shouldn't take life for granted. And, you know, just make sure you cherish your loved ones Seriously, more than anything. You know, and it, it, it should it shouldn't take a tragedy to occur for people to do that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't. It should be something that should be automatic. You know, it's just like you know when people say that why is the only time families get together during the funeral? It's during the funeral. Which is why I love we hit each other up on a daily basis. You know, <clears throat> shouldn't take a funeral for the whole family to get together. That means we only come together on side side occasions. It's like we don't even have the time to enjoy each other's company because we all depressed and sad about who Thanks. lost their life. That was kind of like exactly. mommy's, oh well, grandma's funeral. Like everybody came together, which was great. But it's like, what have they done since? Mm-hmm. And we're quick to say we only come together for funerals, but then after the funeral, don't nobody hit each other up. Nobody's yep. there. Hey, you you want to come through? We having this, we having that. <clears throat> Nothing. That's very true. Absolutely. But, you know, like I said, people, you know, make time for each other. I mean, everybody has busy lives. Everybody's working. Listen, we all got stuff to do. We all got things to deal with. That doesn't stop life. If you do nothing today, life is still going to happen. I'll tell you one thing, guys. Money can't pay off regret. That's facts. Money can't pay pay that off. You know. That's a good quote. Money can't pay for... (laughs) You know how we reminisce about the times? I appreciate that one. (laughs) We... We reminisce about the good times because we've had so many good times, right? So we, we we love to just talk and joke about what had what happened in the past because those were amazing times. Mm-hmm. You can't buy those back. And trust exactly. me, we didn't have much money growing up, so, and we still had an amazing time together. That's we had, our, our bond <laughs> is unbreakable because we've had that amazing time. Together, mm-hmm. and it had mm-hmm. nothing to do with money. Nothing to do with money at all. Have nothing to do with money. Now, can money get you to certain places? Sure, why not? But that doesn't mean you're gonna have a good time. That doesn't mean you're gonna remember it. I can remember yeah. this my whole childhood because I had a great childhood, even with That's no money. Max. Great family. <laughs> like, we don't need we don't we don't need money just to be around each other's presence. For me, you know. You can chill in the house and have a good time. It's all about the aura, that that you know the the, the vibe, chemistry that you have with one another. Yeah, right. 
and we we have great camaraderie. Like we can get an argument, we can get into an argument, and before the day's done, the argument is over. We mm-hmm. will come to some form of compromise or whatever it is, some form of agreement. Because why would we go? Why would we go all these days being mad at each other? For what? I'm gonna be yep. mad tomorrow, but what? What happened yesterday? That doesn't make exactly. sense. You're right. Like I said, except when Kobe passed, then I could be mad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, definitely unexpected with that one, though. But you know, there'd be be stuff like that that you know you gotta you gotta learn to cherish your loved ones and small things count. Absolutely, small things count. Absolutely, you know, just. You know, like I said, I talk to you guys every day. I talk to Technic Mom every day, and she's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I don't see her for a long period of time, I'm popping up at her job. That's right. I can't go just, more than four days without texting Mommy. Yeah, just, if we just don't say hi. Four yeah. days, what you doing? What's wrong? What happened? Who got shot? Because, you know? like I said, we're, like, as much as, you know, we have so emotions, regret puts weight on people. And and that's all mental, and that's not something mm-hmm. that you can get back, and that's the difference. Because stuff that you pay for, for the most part, you can exchange, you can get your money back, you can buy something else. Your memories and your regrets, and that th- that's what you live for, because exactly. that's what haunts you more than anything. Mm-hmm. The good times and the bad times, and the bad times are the things that you wish you could change, you wish mm-hmm. you differently, and you just can't. And money doesn't change that. I was like, exactly. Like, even with kids, you know, when you ask them what's so special about their childhood, the most you know is just their parents just being there. Yeah. Just being there. I remember, you remember the 2005, the big Christmas that we had? Yes, sir. I remember that more than I remember <laughs> anything else from my childhood. From Boy. start, I, can, I legit can remember that day from start to finish. Boy. Boy. Waking up at 6 a.m. because of Doreen. To going to sleep, <laughs> playing the game. Yeah. Yep. I remember the Christmas show. I remember that I remember one. Bust, and I remember the one. Uh, you and bust dog being broke the exact same day. Same, same hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. I remember I bust mommy lip because I was so excited that day. Because yep. you got the PSP. Yeah. She packed your box so, of books. That was and new. Sh- and shredded paper. <laughs> and shredded paper. <laughs> Like, we don't man. know. We don't know any of those books. What they mean, are. <laughs> I don't care for the books. They you. <laughs> but you knew when you saw that little package in that big box yep, full of I books. I knew exactly what it was. I know. knew exactly what it was. And exactly. we opened it, and it confirmed this is it. You bust mommy's lip. You ran to yeah. give a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what it was. It's all about creating memories. Like I tell people now, if I'm struggling, listen, adults, I understand it's Christmas. But I want to make sure the kids got first because yeah. kids go nothing off but memories. That's it. Even though, they, I mean, especially you know, those even, occasions. You know, especially, you know, the young ones, they can't really express themselves yet. But most of the time, they're going to remember because the image is already there. Exactly. You know, they're so going to remember the memories. With the kids that I have, is try to recreate that Christmas moment. So that's exactly. that whole day from start mm-hmm. to finish, even if it's just one. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and it's like because us as siblings are so close, not only are we gonna teach our kids to be close, but then we're gonna teach them to be close among each other. So now it's for us, it started with just siblings. Now the next generation that we that we produce, it could be siblings and siblings, cousins. cousins. Yes, exactly. And keep that tradition going. That's what it starts with. Yeah. You know, you yeah. start with what you have and you make it better. Which reminds me, I got another Secret Santa going this year. That's we didn't awesome. Do so I definitely you know, got one going this year. Like, you know, like it, it takes it takes very small time to create family time. You know, yeah. like even 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 when we moved, when we came back down here, you know, we came back to the family time of doing Jeopardy again. Yeah. You know, Honestly, was, that, that's what's missing in my house. Because this, <laughs> Well, William's not here no more. So there's about technically five children. But I mean, now that they've older, they've gotten to get used to each other a little more, but there's still that um competition within each other. And I want to break them out of having to be in competition with each other. Where so that if I can you know how when we play Jeopardy, the teams change. All the, mm-hmm. all, the never, all, all the time. Yeah. All the time. All the time, yeah. Put in the same team. Where they have to work together is what I want to get them into. Mm. So that you know that this is somebody that you can rely on no matter what. Even if it's just a game of Jeopardy. This Absolutely. is your brother. This is your sister that you can rely on no matter what. They can rely on you no matter what mm-hmm. situation you get into. Because together, we can figure out whatever situation we're in Hello. and get past it and get over it. If, if anything, make it that much better because we have each other. Exactly. You know, this is why family is important. You know? and, I mean, and sometimes there are times where you, you develop strong friendships that now becomes into like family status. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We have those. Yeah, absolutely. Your 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 blood doesn't make you family. I and I've I've always said oh, that blood exactly. does not make you family. It makes us related. Now we we, we there's a difference. Our family, obviously, <laughs> but that that that's it, it goes way past just being related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we're way past being related. Yeah, you my brother, but you you're more than my brother. Both of you are more than my brother. But I, I love that I can say you guys are my brother. Because it goes past just being family. Like, no, these mm-hmm. are my these are my brothers. Right. These, these are my, times. These are my brothers, my best friends. I'm bailing I'm, them out. Yeah, that's facts. Right, they got problems. I'm making sure I got. I find the solution. Facts. You they, know, I'm making sure I'm bringing trouble with them. <laughs> facts. <laughs> facts. That's where this goes. You you can't say that about everybody, including the people that you're related to. That's very true. You know, it's very, very true. I mean, not everybody family members get along with all of them. And it's like, I don't think of it's it's rare that I've seen even siblings (laughs) being close to one another. Honestly, living here, that's what I've seen more than anything is like they don't have the relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. what we had was normal. That's what it was. Yeah. You know, and it's like. That's my brother. I'm with, supposed to you know, be in that 
even <laughs> no, like even, even even if we get personal to the point where you know not all of us have the same two parents, but that didn't mean anything to us. That didn't mean nothing to us. Like, you're, bro, Stop you, lying. We don't got to say parents. Okay. <laughs> we I don't know what you have. The, the same sperm donor, but we have the same parents. <laughs> you know what? There you go. That that's facts. We didn't all have the same sperm donor. <laughs> but you're right. We you all, all get it in different ways. We all get it. You're right. You're right. But like I said, that didn't matter to us. You know, and you, you see that a lot where, you know, they don't have the same dad or same mom. So, you know, that causes tension between the siblings. Yep. You know, I see and, that here. You know, I, we I didn't have that. He's like, what do you mean? We got the same mother. Shit, if anything, that's enough. Exactly. <laughs> that's all you need. But we, and I would say it's because we grew up together, but all these kids, these six kids, they all grow, grew up in the same house for the most part. They, they all grew up in the same house, and yet they still had this competition about each other where I need to be better than you. It's like yeah. I I don't need to be better than you. I want you. I want all of us to be on the same level. I want all of us to have success. If I'm making a million. I want you to make a million. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that you have the chance to make a million. We need to change competition with support. Yeah, like instead of absolutely. me competing with you, why don't we support one another instead of competing against one another? Let's support one another. I've learned that the more people you help, the more people will help you. So you help people to get to where they want to go. They'll help you, or or you you'll just naturally get to where you want to go from helping so many people. That's just mm-hmm. the way things work. It's called balance. Yeah, exactly too right. much people will take from you. That's very very true. What happened, kiddo? You know, so most definitely, let people cherish your loved ones. Let's make memories. Make time for your kids. You know, I always told myself that I don't want a profession that's gonna. Take that's me gonna, away from my family. That's gonna make me tell to my my son, I can't make your first game, son. I'm sorry, I have to work. Or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, baby girl, I can't go to your recital because I have to work. I don't want a profession like that because yeah. all these kids have a memory. And, and that's and facts. It's priceless. And these things are priceless. These things they they're free. It does not take you money to go spend time with your kids. That's facts. It just it takes money to pay for all the stuff they need. That's facts. <laughs> you know, but you know, make that time. Don't ever put your job before your kids or family in general. Because, like I said, money can't pay off regret. And it's something that like I remember watching this movie. It's called Courageous. It's a really good movie. I remember and that movie. This father was a fireman, and he lost his little girl. And the part that made me cry in that movie is that when he was with her, she asked him to dance with her while they was in the car. They parked the car. A song came on. They was about to park. She asked him to dance with her. And he said, no, no, baby. No, I don't dance. You dance. So she danced by herself. She got into a car accident. She passed away. He went mm-hmm. back to that same spot and played that himself. same song and danced by himself. And to me, it made me cry because that was a regret moment for him. Yeah. Something as simple as that. Hey, Dad, you come know? dance with me. Hey, Dad, you want to play Uno? That, that's Mari's thing. Hey, you want to play a quick game of Uno? It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'll play. I'll, I'll let him know, hey, I'm working. So let's play one quick game. 
And then, which usually turns into a best out of three. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know kids were so good at that game. I lost the Ram like Bro. two times in a row. <laughs> What's worse is it got the audacity to talk shit. That's what I'm saying. Like when he was playing uh, uh, Raven, I was like, damn, Andy, you suck. So I tried and I lost. I was like, like I said, these are all just good, good moments and good moments to have with your, your kids, you know? Like I said, and it's something as small as that because a quick no can be uh can be very detrimental to uh yes. kid's psyche depending yes. on what it is. Mm-hmm. But you also have to explain it to them why it's no. Yeah, and then that that's one thing that I've learned as being a parent, going from being you know someone's child to actually being a parent is explaining no goes a long way. Explaining Absolutely. why it goes a long way because then it's just. Then, now, now we all understand why it's snow. So that when, if you ask again and I say no, you understand why. Mm-hmm. So if, if Amari asks to play Uno right right now, I'd be like, I can't, kiddo, because I'm doing this podcast with your uncles. Uh, as soon as we finish, we can play a quick game. Okay. So within that time, he'll find something else to do, or he'll patiently wait for me to finish because he knows. I'm doing something important. Two, I've already made a schedule to actually play with him when I'm done. Yep. That's what he's looking forward to. So just because that's all that that's all they're looking forward to to spend time with their parents. It doesn't matter what it is. Like we, we go and shoot hoops. We ain't even got to play a whole game because obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one winning. But even still, <laughs> he wants to play. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, can you teach me how to do this? Sure, absolutely. I, I'll tell you what I know. I'm not a perfectionist, but I'll tell you what I know, and then we can jump on YouTube and try to figure out the rest. There you know, it's taking that initiative. Mm-hmm. And I know as parents, sometimes we don't always have the time. But we can always make the time. You know, and like time. Even if it's just 10, 20 minutes. Is that really going to take 10, 20 minutes to spend with our children? Exactly. You know, and it's like as an adult, you know, when you're not explaining to your kids, though, you know, I'm I'm trying to work to make all this money for your future, but to a kid, they're not understanding that. All they're hearing is no, no. I mean, no. I understand no. what you're saying, even as like a 13 year old, they might understand what you're saying, but they don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the world but you care, because obviously that's your responsibility. But it, once again, it's nobody else's, so nobody cares. It's not your child's responsibility to make sure that you pay rent. That's true. They don't care. They want to spend time with daddy. They want to spend time with mommy. Once again, even if it is just 10 to 20 minutes, you can say, you can even say, hey, only got 10 minutes to spare, so let's do this real quick. Let's bust out a game of Uno or, or whatever it is for a good 10, 20 minutes. Like, but then I got to go back to you know, working because you know, daddy's got to work. He's got to make sure that you eat. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what it pays. You, you break it down into simple things like that. Like, daddy's got to work so that, you know, he can make sure that you eat every day. So he can buy you new clothes. So that you have all the equipment that you need for school. You know, all, all, stuff like that. That's what kids understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I got to eat. And, I, and mm-hmm. Because for Amari, it's like, 
oh, I got to eat. But then he starts to think about how many times he eats. Like, he'll eat, <laughs> have breakfast. He'll have breakfast at home, he'll have breakfast at school, have lunch at school, have lunch at home, have a whole snack. And that's all before dinner. We still got to make dinner. <laughs> that's a grown boy right there. Right? <laughs> but, but Amari, he loves to help me make dinner. And that, that's the one thing that I love. Because that's something that he enjoys. He wants to help. Yeah, like, but, well, because longer, he, absolutely. I'm about to start with that, too. Something, you know, even well, if it's just making his own peanut butter and jelly. Like, you do the peanut butter, I'll do the jelly, and then we'll put them together. There you go. It's like, no, children don't really have choices. <laughs> you do what I say. For the most <laughs> but, but you give them choices. Hey, do you want sandwich cut? How do you want to cut? You want to cut down the middle? Well, it's always down the middle. You want to cut diagonally, horizontally, vertically? But you want to cut in <laughs> You know, it's just, it's just a special bond. It's even something small like that. It's just a bond. Trust, I, I've learned, even as a kid, that the small things go a long way. Absolutely. Small things go a long way. Because once again, at Christmas, I mean, Christmas is no small thing. Especially all the people that we had in the house and only one person paid for it all. That was no small thing. But I remember it vividly mm-hmm. from start to finish. Facts. Yeah, li- even, even, even when we had the when mommy throwing the theme that we had to do matching colors. Yeah, you know? or red and black. Yeah. But now, that's what I do. I do. We got to wear matching colors. Facts. You got to wear yeah. these colors. You can shit. You can wear all red if you want, but you gotta wear these. <laughs> I give you three colors so that you have something to match with. One of them is usually black or white. Right. So you know, but for the most part, because even if you show up in just black or white, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But you gotta show up in some mm-hmm. color. You gotta come representing it. Match. Just, it was just something that was passed on to to us, you know. Because even like the last Christmas, <laughs> I decided to do a Halloween Christmas because of the whole pandemic that happened, you know, the kids couldn't do Halloween how they used to doing it, you know? So I was like, you know, we're fine. Let's just kill two birds on one stone. We're I can't have a Halloween Christmas. You're going to just love the Man, I'd have been Beetlejuice. I ain't going to hold you. I've been Beetlejuice. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet. <laughs> now's the time. I'm telling you, now's the time. That's one of the dopest <laughs> Halloween movies ever. <laughs> you know, but it's just little things like that, that, you know, the kids are gonna remember that okay on Christmas though we dressed up on Halloween for Halloween on the Christmas day. Like Grammy gonna do hocus pocus. Speaking of Christmas, what's the theme this year? Oh, I think I think mommy said she wanted to do. I think she said I sports. Think, I think it's sports. sports. Yeah, I think it is sports. But we will get back to you on that one though. Definitely get back to you though, man. But it's, like, it's little things like that that just makes you mm-hmm. you know want to spend time with your family because you know it's positive it's, vibes and, and it's it's kind of like building traditions. Like we we we. Exactly, we what the big traditions are. But even within those big traditions, you have your own separate traditions of how you do things. Mm-hmm. And Christmas is one of them. Halloween is like, yeah, we all know we dress up, we go around trick-or-treating for candy, but you do things differently. In my house, we put out, we don't, well, we, we try to put out a whole basket of candy until somebody like me takes the whole basket. <laughs> <laughs> So then we got to hand them out individually. But once that basket goes, that's it. So you, 
Because me personally, I don't care. You take the whole basket, that is the spirit of Halloween. Take the whole basket. I ain't mad. Yeah. I ain't gonna, I would. <laughs> Get the whole basket and I got my kids. Shit, grab the basket. <laughs> we we let everybody else go first and then we grab in the basket. So if you do that at my house, all right, you by all means grab the basket. But then everybody else, you're gonna be handed candy. <laughs> you know, but definitely, guys, it's all about creating memories with your family, and that's a beautiful thing that you do. You know, like we we try to link up once a, at least once a year. We try at to. least once a year. Yeah, that's the same thing. You know, in the same state, we link up at least once a month. Really, fact, we in the same state, or oh, yes, a wrap. At least once a month, we link it up. Definitely, you know, and it's like. You know, there are times where I, you know, I take days off from work just to spend time with my family because we can't take that for granted. It can't always just be work, 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 work. Because where's the happiness? That's one of those days I just don't feel like going into work. <laughs> I just don't. I woke up, everybody happy. I'm chilling. <laughs> I I can't go in. <laughs> I just learned that too. Right? It, and, it, it's um... just going to be the same, and that's just that's really all it is. Because the day that I was working 12 hours straight, I came mm-hmm. home, took me a nap, and it was time for me to go in. But Fabian was like, no, stay. I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. So I stayed, though. <laughs> that happened, And too. boy, I love that because I took a nap right, right after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired. You know? Yeah, sometimes you overwork yourself trying to provide, and, you know, you just. And then your lady says, just, stay. Take a day. Some little things, oh. yeah, you know. We can miss a day's worth of work. Yeah, like I said, no amount of money is worth is worth your happiness. It's worth your health. Mm-hmm. You can get that too. Your health is important too. You know, you yeah, can just not working free. crazy, you can work crazy, <laughs> killing yourself over a job that if something happens to you, they're going to replace you, know, you in a heartbeat, bro. They're going to replace you in two days. <laughs> the minute you say you're not coming in, they already started putting out applications so that tomorrow they could actually start doing interviews. This is what we do. Is we <laughs> a business has to keep going, but your life has to keep going just as just as well. Exactly. Like, just as much, just as fast as they'll replace you, or just as fast as they'll hire you, they'll replace you even faster. Exactly. In a heartbeat, with no hesitation. Because they are what's best for their business, which I understand. But like, bro, we're all human. And most of these places don't pay enough for us to risk our lives dying for a business that's going to replace us within the next two days. If that. If that, really. <laughs> Might be the next day. <laughs> Especially depending the same on what day. Have. Exactly. <laughs> or the same day, yeah. You're right about that. Because yeah. if you were if you're a team member, you you replace that same day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Whoever was part time would just be full time. You've been promoted, and that's what they call it—a promotion. Yep. <laughs> you're right about that. Promotion, bro. I left. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, definitely, man. So like I said, you know, and it's just, you know, and I was gonna think too that you know that. Gotta learn how to going. Gotta learn how to celebrate one another as well. You know, yeah. and this and this is what comes in instead of competing with one another, 
support one another. If one mm-hmm. of my if one of one of y'all was to accomplish something, all right, yo, let's celebrate. Yo, that, that's right. The, the support it's an I, that's the one thing I love about our family is the support is real. Yeah, is, is genuinely real, girl. If you say, no matter what it was, no matter what it was, the support is real. Whether it is you got engaged, you got a new job, you you you're pregnant, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. you got a new car, you got a new house, you got a new anything, you got something new, you got something old. If if you feel it's an accomplishment, we celebrate you. Yeah. Because so, like, what's the point of being jealous for? For what? Why be jealous if they want the same thing for you? How does that make sense? Why be jealous when I could just ask for ten dollars? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but exactly like the support the support was real, you know? And it's like you know, it's like when AJ got his new car. Like, congrats. You know, that, but I'm pretty sure that's on for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's the difference because we consider each other's accomplishments as milestones for ourselves. Absolutely. You know, I didn't do that, but he did, and I'm happy as hell for him. Mm-hmm. So his accomplishment is my accomplishment. So now mm-hmm. he, you know, my brother got this. My brother got this. What's your brother got? That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, anybody know I want a pickup truck? Oh, my brother got one? All right, cool. That's my cousin. Because if I want to borrow it, I can come back and borrow it. Go, I got my pickup truck. <laughs> That's it. You know, it's all about celebrating one another that has happened. Like I said, always having a good time. Nobody yeah. wants a miserable life of drama, negative energy. Because for what? Life is too short. I ain't going to hold you. Some people do. Some people really enjoy that. It's just not me. I, I can't right. do it. I can't. Drama yeah. is not me. That's too much. It's, like, it's just too much stress. It's too much unnecessary stress. I think that's what it is. I don't yeah. deal with unnecessary stress very well. Stress? Sure, why not? The, the stuff that I know is going to come with the job or whatever it is. Like, we got a four-month-old. I, I, I was prepared for the stress that comes with having a brand new baby. Here for that. You know, mm-hmm. he don't sleep at night. You know, he... His crying is his number one form of communication. Fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Fine with that. But all the extra stuff of, is this my baby? I don't need that. Don't need that. Don't need those problems. Mm-hmm. Is it, oh, this, this might not be my baby. This might be some other man's baby. Don't need those problems. Hello. You're just Hello. unnecessary stress. For what? Because all, all that stress is just stress I'm going to put on the baby. Mm-hmm. All the stress mm-hmm. you have is going to put in toward the work that you're doing. And it's not, it's not really going to come out the way that you want it to. Because you're not really focused on the task that needs to be done. Child, if you had but me again, we're going we gonna <laughs> to rumble. Well, that's funny. Don't worry about that one. <clears throat> you know, so like I said, people, just get your priorities straight and cherish your loved ones, guys. That's all, you, that's all you can do. But also, yourself. Like, I think that's why a lot of people are in competition with each other, is because they don't celebrate themselves, even the small wins. Because if you think about it, a big, a big accomplishment is nothing but small accomplishments being accumulated over time. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is, is appreciate and celebrate 
those small accomplishments that happen over time so that right. you can fully grasp that big accomplishment. So let's say we, the three of us, we made a million bucks, right? We would celebrate the start of how we made the million bucks. We would mm -hmm. celebrate that whole journey up until we reached that million bucks. But then once we reached that million bucks, we, we'd celebrate. And now we'd focus on how do we get more? What's next? Absolutely. Yeah. How do we it's, celebrate each yeah, step it's, of it's, getting it's, that you know, it's, it's, it's like your, your marriage anniversary, you know? You celebrate the first year. And then, of course, you, you celebrate every year. But then the next one be like, you know, five years. You celebrate mm -hmm. each year. Then the, the big year one. one. Absolutely. The ten year one. Then, you know, celebrate now. Oh, wow. We're 15 now. Like, it's the same way. And then you celebrate and each year. The year hit, after every year is like, oh, wow. We made it to 30 years. We made it exactly. to 50 years. Mm -hmm. I can't even believe that we made it. It's been 50 years because after a certain time, you don't even believe that it's been this long. Right? <laughs> you celebrate all these small accomplishments. You can't even believe that this big one is here already. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. How do we do that? And then you explain how you do that. You did that. You celebrated every single year. You cherished each other every day to be able to celebrate every single year. Absolutely. Right about that one. Absolutely. Just, you it's beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling is a great thing, and you know, like I said, we cherish what we have here, and you know, I hope that everybody else can have the same type of relationship with the family members or siblings in general. That's nice. Yeah. That that is yeah. I because that like is I said, a, don't take you know, you know like, a supporting family. You know, it's like we didn't care about not having the money. We were just so happy that we was around each other and able to have fun with yeah. what we got, what we had. And you know, like I said, that's something I wish that you know that everybody. But the other thing is, when one of us got, we kind of all got because that one person shared with everybody. Exactly. So, bro, you that's got the thing. Xbox. You got the Xbox, but you made sure that we were able to play. You you put the controllers in our hands. And if it wasn't in our hands, you were you were playing, so we were basically watching you play, so that when it was our time, we knew what to do. Rocks. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, Darrell, you were our role model. You were our male figure. I tried. <laughs> I mean, but you were a great big brother, which was enough. You made sure that you included us in everything. You know, we we had fun. Shit, I got a whole black eye just from wrestling. <laughs> I got a star from a damn cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So the black eye was definitely my fault. Like, that black eye cup is your fault too. The cup was black not my fault. Listen, the black eye was his fault. Black eye was his fault. I can't blame you for that one. <laughs> the cup was not my fault. On the cup was yo. The cup was not attended. For AJ at all, you should have caught it. <laughs> no, caught it. One, right. no, 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 no! I'm the one who threw it. Oh, you Ray threw it. Oh, should have caught it. He ducked. <laughs> okay, definitely get caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, but yeah, yeah, we had some funny moments. But talk that, right? And my knee, my eye. Yeah, tell I, my. I remember that cup too. 
It was blue. It was a blue cup. The blue cup at the end. <laughs> it was almost one of those translucent cups. Yeah. Where you couldn't. It wasn't transparent where you could see everything, but you could definitely you definitely knew what was in that cup. <laughs> oh man! So next thing I know, I'm in the bathroom crying. At least it, at least it was empty. The, but the fact that I can still hear the sound effect. <laughs> That's like, facts. Like, I still remember the sound effect, bro, of when you got hit with that cup. That like, shit hurt. And I'm like, I don't, out of all the things, I threw this cup, and it just so happened to hit Aiden's eye at the bottom of the, with the, with the bottom part of the cup. Like, out of all options. That's nah, what was funny is that cable guy. <laughs> Put it in a wire that we already had. <laughs> boy, he was mad as hell. Boy. That was funny too, though. That was funny, yo. And then, yo, one, I know one moment I remember us when mom used to go to work, leave us in the house together, and we used to play baseball. Play baseball, bro. In the baseball living room. Legendary sport in our house. <laughs> <laughs> we had to play basketball outside. We couldn't really play football unless we were playing with everybody else in the yeah. neighborhood. Boy. But baseball, you need mini guys. You, honestly, you only need two niggas for that. And yo, and I'm, I'm being honest with you guys. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling everybody who's listening. Don't ask me what the rules were. Don't ask rules. me how. Don't ask <laughs> me what how, rules. Don't ask me how Listen, we accumulated points and how we got bro. to the bases and all that. Like it's yo. Ball it was just, you get on base. That's <laughs> Ain't much to it. We baseball down to its simplest form. Hit the ball, get on base. That's oh, it. Man. That's right. Catch the ball, get out. You get hit with the ball, get out. On the next shit, we used to throw the ball at each other. And the tools you do need is household tools. That's all you need. Paper, tape, and a broomstick. <laughs> That's it. Hey, we work our rooms on purpose. That's facts. Right. Make sure we're, make sure make sure you get that metal one and you can bend and break it. You I get mean, the wood one. They were a dollar. The board was a dollar. You get the wood one. Dollar. You out of luck because you couldn't break that wood one. We <laughs> was mad. As, we was mad. I think that, that's why we broke all the other ones because that <laughs> we had the wood one. We knew that was that shit was efficient. And <laughs> it's funny because that started as a mop stick. It was pop. Facts. So eventually we stopped. We bought brooms just for the bottom part, just for the sweeper part. Yep. <laughs> so now we break the stick in half. Now we got two sticks. Mm-hmm. Got yeah, and our best, our best decoy was the cat. Cause they told something broke. Got a cat. Man, <laughs> the cat did it. <laughs> and then I felt bad because I've been one time. When mommy actually watched Sandy jump on the mantle, I was like, see, I told you she knocked and it she down. she dropped some stuff. <laughs> like, when Sandy did that, that gave us life. Boy. Literally, yeah, Sandy, yo. Now she just walked and it dropped. Like, nah, she pushed that bitch. She yo. pushed it and it yo, dropped. Mom, yep. I ever since she around here. Every time something broke, because we played baseball, Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> Oh man, we blame that cat on a lot of things, boy. Oh man, sir, what you doing, sleep? You supposed to be having conversations over here, sleep. Oh man, but yeah, definitely good times, man. Definitely good times. 
You know, but you know, it's also good memories you can tell your kids too. <laughs> That's what yeah. I do. When Amari, which is funny, because when Amari does something, and I know that I've done that, I laugh. Like I've done that before. <laughs> and at this point, you know, I mean, I'm not even teach. Well, I, I I tell him, you know, we can't do stuff like that. But should I teach him how to get better? It's just, and it gets to the point where you like you see, you used to do it. And you used to figure out you know, how do parents know? And now when you become a parent and you see the child do it, you just laugh because oh, yep. this is how they know because now I know. <laughs> yep. But it's also Mario do something and he don't think that we know that he did it. And then we'll catch him. So in, in, in your head, you're like, well, how the hell did mommy find out? I thought I planned that out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> We're not as smart as we thought we was. I can show you That's that. Right. Not as smart as we thought. <laughs> wasn't smart or smooth at all, boy. <laughs> as smart as we thought we was, mommy was smarter. <laughs> Facts. Or mommy just had better common sense. Either way. <laughs> Yo, I, I ain't gonna. Thing. I learned my common sense from though. Getting in trouble. I learned my common sense. I'm still yeah, trying to figure I'm out the, the the popcorn and icing moment, boy. Bro. <laughs> Bro, when I tell you I don't know how we got caught or how that thing <laughs> my bag, bro, I'm telling you, we threw everything out the window. So I don't know how that thing ended up in my bag. Because we did it. We had the plan. We knew that was something we would get in trouble for. Me and Sean, we knew. We hungry. We ain't got no bread, no toast. We ain't got no milk for no cereal. At this point, we were eating dry cereal. We got tired of the dry cereal. And it was cornflakes dry cereal. Don't nobody want no cornflakes dry cereal. Facts. I can show you that right now. Cornflakes by itself. Cornflakes would have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was a Rice Krispies, we kind of would have been all right. God, it was cornflakes. That's not enough. And we, shit, cornflakes and peanut butter only go so far. We still need milk. Hello. <laughs> So, so mommy had just went with a good combination. Those big food shopping. She would do, you know, mommy's food shopping for Thanksgiving. She did one of those big food shopping. Hell yeah. But we still didn't have nothing to eat because nothing was cooked. Everything was being going to be cooked on Thanksgiving. And you know how Thanksgiving go? You can't even have breakfast. That's facts. <laughs> That's so, facts. You know, the that, whole day until dinner is ready for you to eat. And then that dinner turned into breakfast the next day, lunch the next day, that's dinner the facts. next day. Yo, Thanksgiving usually lasts all the way until Sunday night. Bro, that's <laughs> Monday. A, I mean, but it, it was good because I'm facts. telling you that Friday, Thanksgiving is always much, it's 10 times better on Friday than it is on Thursday. <laughs> Bob, I don't know. That should be the bomb as fuck on Friday. <laughs> and on Friday. <laughs> Especially that reheat mac and cheese. Boy, Bro, I, I don't know what it is. But you put that bitch in the microwave and all of a sudden <laughs> the angels just start singing. I don't know what happens, but the angels just start singing. I don't know what they say, but they sing something. I don't know what it is. You right we, there, to, we knew we were going to get in trouble for that. So I'm like, all right. we just go. There's a big-ass forest outside in the back in the backyard. We can't go out there. So it's not like we ever... Go, mommy can't go out there. She ain't never going to find this. I swear we threw everything. We start. We started with the strawberry. We didn't like that. It, it was one. Oh, damn. <laughs> it, I'm t- three of them. Three of them. 
Damn. <laughs> well, y'all was going, but wow. <laughs> we hungry. We started with the strawberry. Your strawberry, strawberry icing ain't that good, especially by itself. That shit ain't that good. <laughs> the vanilla. That was that was that shit was dope. We put, we had that with carrots. I mean, we put that on everything, and then we had the chocolate. The chocolate didn't last a day. <laughs> but, oh, I, you, I think it was because the strawberry was the first one. That's the one I, I think we didn't we didn't have our plan all the way set for the strawberry. But by the time we got to the vanilla and the chocolate, it was all set. So we didn't get caught with the vanilla and chocolate. That's why y'all only know about the strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't even know it was only three. I just knew about the strawberry one. My, my what? It's a good thing my man find out to Thanksgiving. She ain't have enough energy to cook and whoop ass. It just wasn't going to happen. I'm telling you. Because first of all, y'all almost got me slapped. And she's talking about going to the cabinet and get the cake and icing. I'm like, bro, <laughs> no, ain't no icing in there. You know what I'm saying, bro? If I go in there, there. And if I find it, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to slap you. Like, yo. I'm like, yo, ma, there's no icing in this cabinet. Darrell, move. I ain't gonna hold you. I know you were scared, bro. I know you were scared. Yo, when she said that Darrell move, yo, my heart dropped. She better not find this icing. Me and Shanta over there pounding it. It's like, hell yeah, we ain't getting in trouble for this shit. (laughs) Mama, like, why would it be in our book bags? I swear that was the first thought that I had. Why would that shit be in our book bag? Come to find out that shit's in our book bag. I swear to God, I thought set me up. I swear Chauncey set me up. Oh, man. So, yo, I told her, when she said Darrell move, I'm like, yo, she better not pull the icing out of this cabinet, so she better not. Because I'm, yo, I mean, I'm searching every shelf. I'm moving stuff out the way, and I'm like, ma, there's no icing in this cabinet. At this point, I'm mad we didn't make the goddamn cake. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna hold you. We buzz down the whole cake. We the buzz down the whole. So we we, we would have baked the cake, ate the cake, and then ain't no chocolate cake, and chocolate frosting in this bitch. So I don't Yo, know. Man, people weren't that smart. Intelligence so. by then. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what made her check book bags and all that. I was so confused. I'm like. You know, she's talking about check book bags. I'm like, damn, man, she's gonna check that I got homework. <laughs> damn, man. I'm not even thinking about the ISIS. Now I'm freaking about, damn, she's gonna see I got homework. I ain't doing Hey, homework you know, was a killer, though. Because you know, bro, things get, during Thanksgiving break, they gave you that big old packet. They gave you that big old packet. Man, bro, bro. Thanksgiving breaks, summer break, winter bro. break. <laughs> I've been in this house for almost eight years. I ain't seen no packet like that. That is fact. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm so mad that I haven't yet to see a packet like that. Boy, them shits used to be Harry Potter thick socks. <laughs> and they expect you to do it like in two months. Bro, not in two weeks. In two weeks. Like, bro, this is a vacation. You ain't gonna have homework on this vacation. Why I got homework on this? Not I got homework on this vacation. Right? And I think because mommy was so mad, she didn't realize the packet was in there. <laughs> didn't realize it. 
She said, "Ah, right, you good." And then when she checked the other bag, I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then I'm thinking, "Yeah, ice and popcorn. That's the combination y'all went with. <laughs> Icing and popcorn." I right. sure. I'm glad he cleaned it though, because I'm telling you, I ain't know about the vanilla. I ain't know about chocolate. the chocolate. He said it was three of them. I'm like, "Whoa, what?" Me, you guys play this one now. But all these years, I thought it was just one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just one. Man, but he said three, though. But even stuff like that, you know, we laugh about it now as we got older. But you know, the memories that we have was just was just it was just funny. You know, and you know, there's something that you want to continue on, of course. Pass to your kids so they can learn to keep the same, I guess, tradition if you want to call, to keep on with their kids as well. You know, there's nothing like having a big old happy family. You know, nobody's perfect. No family member is perfect. <clears throat> you know, but, you know, you try to work with what you have and, you know, just love each other unconditionally. You know, and, you know, like I said before, it shouldn't take a tragic to happen in the world ever to make people come close together. You know, because, you know, life is short, you know, like the recent change that we had living today, you know, is just COVID. You know, not everybody, <clears throat> not everybody is surviving this COVID virus, you know, and people are losing loved ones. You know, but, you know, it shouldn't take a tragic to occur in the world for me to say, okay, let me make time for my family now because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That should be in your mind regardless of what's going on in the world. <clears throat> that shouldn't matter. You know, and it's, it's, it's sad that it has to happen that way, and I hope it doesn't continue to happen that way. <clears throat> you know, I really... Hope it doesn't, you know, because you know you you want to leave a legacy, leave a legacy for your kids, so that way it can be passed on generation to generation. So they can continue their happiness, you know. Like definitely gonna teach my kids about being family oriented. I'm taking the Jeopardy idea. We're taking the, the Christmas tradition, the grab bag, something that was introduced to us <coughs> that we can play amongst each other. You know, you know, we've done almost the only thing we haven't done together, like Davo said, was going to business together. But that's 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 on our bucket list. Yep. <clears throat> Having a family business, why it's not? Be soon too. That's facts. <laughs> Definitely gonna be soon. You know, and, you know, killing birds with one stone. You know, we're working together, but we're spending time with each other as well. And you know, when this business becomes successful, it's something we can pass down to our kids. You know, and they just keep it going. You know, as long as it's a, all you have is to get, you know, and it's like, it's weird how the free stuff is what a lot of people struggle with. You know, communicating is free. That's facts. <laughs> communicating, <laughs> communicating is free. You don't got to pay nobody to communicate. That's free. Making time for one another. That is free. You know, celebrating one another. It's free. I mean, you can include money in it, but tell us speaking, saying a congratulations and supporting them, that support is free. Having fun is free. 
you know, but it, the, it's the free thing that many people struggle with. You know, a lot of that, I have, you know, and I, I was a victim of that, you know, of the struggling with the free things. I was a victim of that, especially in my relationship. And it was point to me that, you know, something that's free, how are you struggling with that? And I had to think like, are you right? All the stuff is free. You don't need no money to do any of these things. Now we gotta fix that. <laughs> we gotta fix that. You know? But like you said, you know, having fun is free as well. That's like, you know, I mean, it's like with you. It was random. But I called you. Like, Listen, I haven't seen my nephew in a long time. Let me stop on by and see him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it was just, we, we wasn't there long. We wasn't there all day. You say what? 15, 20 to half an hour? By that time, just, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't long. It was a quick 30 minutes. You know, and we had a blast. And he had a blast. My man was trying to commit suicide off the bed every time. I was like, whoa, <laughs> hold on now. Where you going? <laughs> you know, but it's just little things like that, you know, just to, just to spend time. You know, it was just 30 minutes out of your day. It's 24 hours in a day. <clears throat> 24 hours in a day. 30 minutes is not going to kill you to spend time with. Your family, you know, you know, it shouldn't be work taking up all your time. Nah, it shouldn't be that way at all. It should never be that way. <clears throat> it says it's all about setting up priorities. So, people, please, you know, cherish your loved ones because you know nothing is promised. You know, and like I said, you don't want to have regret because you know regrets just pay a toll on you, your health cause more stress than what you really have and you don't want that at all. You really don't. <clears throat> you know, so like I said, I appreciate the relationship I have with my family and I'm glad that we continue to bond. You know, we can literally talk about anything, debate about it, have, have fun with it. You know, like this podcast, you know, like it's something I always wanted to do. I started it. Y'all helping out joining and it's like, for me, I don't care who's listening, who's not listening. It's the fact that I'm having fun with my brothers about talking about stuff we do every day anyway. <laughs> we do this on the regular. That's facts. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, it is mostly sports, but we do this on the regular. <laughs> you know, sometimes randomly we'll throw a quote from a movie and we just continue with it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just the special bond that we have, you know, but it's just something that fun. And I, you know, I pray that everybody else can experience what we have because, like I said, it doesn't cost any money to do it, it's free. And if you know, it's and you, when you get do, when you get to doing it and you see how fun it is, you want to continue doing it, you know. So, like I said, cherish your loved ones, guys, you know, please do. <clears throat> You know, you know, and I said, speaking of sports, I know you watched that game on Thursday. I did. I was going and, for the Cowboys. Well, you know me. I'm a I'm a Brady fan. So and it's funny because I was telling Shanti, I said, shoot, the way I was acting that day, you were thought I was a Bucks fan. <laughs> <laughs> you really did, you know, and it's like I was surprised on both sides of the field. When I saw this thing, I thought I really did. It was going to be a blowout. 
You know, I was taking consideration that, you know, I wasn't that Dak has been gone for eleven months. He didn't do any preseason. He was coming off two surgeries. Mm-hmm. You know, one was his ankle, the other was his shoulder. You know, I wasn't really convinced that, you know, he was a hundred percent back just yet. Cause like I said, we didn't see him during preseason. All we just heard that, you know, he was practice and practice and practice. And we all know practice is a different atmosphere because your teammates are not trying to hurt you. Pones is out there trying to knock mm-hmm. you down. Right. Your teammates are not. So when I put that in the factor and then to mention that these are defending champs who just stopped Patrick Mahomes from scoring a touchdown. Like they only had nine points in total. And they signed all their starters back. And 22 returning players. They said, the, they said the last team that did that was the 1970-something Steelers when they had 22 starters re-signed back. You know, so I put that in the fact that I'm like, okay, the Cowboys, I mean, I understand y'all have a powered offense. You know, I'm not sure if that is 100%, but it sucks that this is your first game, but I said 38-14 <laughs> blowout. I really didn't. Um, but watching that game, Props to Depp Prescott, because that man looked like he did not miss a beat. I'm surprised they let him throw that many passes, though. They had no choice because the run game was not efficient whatsoever. That's too, but... If the run game was efficient, the Dallas Cowboys would not have left that much time on the clock for Tom Brady. <laughs> <clears throat> and let's be real. You know, when, you, when your run game is efficient, the run game is the number one way to run out the clock. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do that. When I saw that minute 24 seconds, I'm like, oh, that's no way too much time. But that's way, and let's look at this all the time. Football is different when it comes to time. <laughs> you know, a minute, 24 seconds, that's a lot of time they get down the field. <laughs> you know, when we say a quarterback is standing in the pocket for six seconds, that's a lot of, of time. Course, you know, generally speaking, six seconds is not a long time. Six seconds is not quick. But in football, a quarterback standing for six seconds, that's a lot of time. <laughs> you know? And so, like I said, the run game was, efficient, was not effective. I was really impressed with the Cowboys. They played well. Um, the secondary on the Buccaneers, of course, they were Anthony getting, Brown. They was having... That's Andy. what you got to say. <laughs> Anthony Brown. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting cooked by Antonio Brown. <laughs> Yo, Antonio Brown was looking like the Pittsburgh Steeler, Antonio Brown. And, you know, and it, it, like, people forget that, you know, at one point, Antonio Brown was in a debate of being the best receiver in the NFL. Exactly. He was in that debate. And he's not he's not that old. He's still, you know, he's still got he still got some prime years. And he proved that in week one. He was he was in shape. He I, he mastered the playbook already. We saw mm-hmm. that. We saw his routes. He looked like okay, Antonio Brown is back. And he's playing with Tom Brady. Exactly. He's back. Grunt looked like he didn't miss a beat either. And I'm like, this is the same tight end that retired. <laughs> the only reason he retired because Tom Brady was not trying to play no more. 
He retired. Well, and, uh, at least not on the Patriots. Well, think about Gronk. Gronk, Gronk, he's loyal. I give him that. That's facts. He said, I'm not playing with no other quarterback. He's smart. Unless it's Tom Brady. <laughs> I'll do the same thing. <laughs> you know, and, you know, Mike Evans. I, I Mike Evans looks like he was injured. Because yeah. I'm watching this game, and I mean, his movement is He looks stiff. Thing. Like, yeah, like, he, I don't know if he was cramping. I'm not sure. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, I think, is Brady's number one receiver. I'm not saying he's the number one option, but I think you know, remember how you know, even though Gronk was there, Edelman was his number one receiver. He'll look his way first. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way with Godwin. Like even though Mike Evans is there, Mike Evans, I think, is the best receiver and on eight, that team. Mm, I don't know. Well, I was speaking after week one. You can say Antonio Brown is the best receiver. Exactly. You're right. (laughs) You're right about that one. I mean, I like Mike Evans a lot. I really do. But Chris Godwin is like his favorite receiver. And he has some good moments. Don't get me wrong. But he has some key bad moments. Yeah. And this is why, you know, it's like in the NBA Finals when your two best players in back-to-back games turn over the ball. Like, we don't care about what they did all game. We're just focused on that one key moment where they turn the ball over because it cost them the game. Chris Godwin almost cost the Bucks the game. Not only did he drop a touchdown pass, he fumbled. He also in the fumbled. End zone. I forgot about that. He, he also fumbled, fumbled. He fumbled in the end zone. Yes. <laughs> I almost forgot about that fumble. So that's potentially ten that's... points you took <laughs> off the board. <laughs> Dang. I mean, it, it could be 14. We don't know. But we're going to say the minimum. That's 10 points right there that was taken off the board because you dropped the touchdown pass and you fumbled in the end zone. You got to do better. You got to do better. And then the drop passes. Like, Brady had two interceptions. One of them was the – I didn't really count the second one, the first one, because, you know, it was a Hail Mary. I don't count. Okay, yeah, Hail Mary into the half. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. You just threw it up. Which I was really impressed with the arm strength of this 44-year-old man. He still got like, it. He was throwing balls that day. And I'm like, ooh. Damn, he's playing like he could play bullet. another five years. That's facts. Like, did you see the like, – I saw the play where he juked out the way. He was falling down. Yeah, I seen that. I was like, through the ball. he still got it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like – that knee surgery made him younger, huh? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> that knee surgery made him younger, huh? You know? But, you know, the, the first inception, you know, a little short pass to for debt. He bobbles the ball off his hands. The defender catches it. And there was nobody around him. You know, it's almost like with with uh, Dak Prescott's interception when he threw the ball to CeeDee Lamb. And CeeDee Lamb had a he lot of – He should have caught that one. He had a lot of drop passes, too. I, I think mean, he, he had nine last year. Yep, but he was fourth, fourth most. And then week one, he had three already. So in week one, you did a third of what you did last year. <laughs> he got to do better. <laughs> you know, and he's you, good. It's he's just he's got to catch and the ball. You know, <clears throat> and it's like, right now, CD Land, you got to be taking advantage of this because one, you're younger. So nobody really knows you just yet. Mm-hmm. But when you got a Mari Cooper on your team, Who's getting all the attention? He was because, balling because he's a Mari Cooper. 
And then not only was Amari Cooper balling because Amari Cooper started balling late because Gallup was ball, burnt was balling yep. earlier, but he got injured during the game. Mm-hmm. So you got so Gallup, now you got to step up. So now you got Gallup and Cooper who's getting all the attention. CD Lamb, we seen you in college. We saw what you can do. Take advantage right now. And now he you has know, to because uh, Gallup is out for four to five weeks. So now, so now you that's it. Now, now you got to step up now. So you got to work on your hands. You got to work on your hands. Justin Jeffries was a rookie last year, and he made a statement. He made a statement because their best receiver at well, first of all, let's rewind first because they're the. The Vikings did have one of the best wide receiver core when they had Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen on one side. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs went to the Buffalo Bills. Now you got Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen got injured. So now you got this rookie <clears throat> wide receiver, Justin Jeffries, who stepped up and put his name on notice. Who's that quarterback? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> He's still there? Yes, he is. <laughs> he said he's still there. <laughs> yes, he is still there. But he made he, he stepped up. This is a time for CeeDee Lamb to step up. Especially step now up. that Dak and is the, back. So and it's like, no excuses. For me, for the, the past four years, there should be no reason why the Dallas Cowboys have not been dominating that division. No offense to any other teams in that division. But let's be teams. Teams suck. Let's be real. That offense that the Cowboys have with Dak as your quarterback, Ezekiel Elliott as your running back. You had Amari Cooper, who's a stud wide receiver. You know, he's the only one that unfortunately stayed. But, you know, you had Randall Cobb, who's efficient. You had Cole Beasley, efficient. I mean, I'm not saying he's a big name, but it's more than what the rest of the teams in your division have. The Giants don't have no offense. Their offense kept getting injured for the second <laughs> of years. He said their offense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Saquon Barkley was their offense. Daniel Jones, I mean, he's 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 trying, but he's not on that. I can't put him on that same level as Dak Prescott. No way in hell. The Washington football team. Their defense, which they is just pretty got good. good, thank you, just recently got good. And then you got the Eagles, who just couldn't stay healthy. Alshon Jeffries couldn't stay healthy. Deshaun Jackson, Jackson couldn't stay year. healthy. <laughs> he didn't even play a lot of games. Zach Ertz missed a year. Carson Wentz couldn't stay healthy. So you put all of this into that factor, there should be no reason why the Dallas Cowboys was not dominating this division. And I'm not saying win at all, because granted, they did have a bad defense. But not that I'm comparing the teams, how long have we been talking about Kansas City not having a defense? Ever since we, the Chiefs were, were a team? We've been talking about them. Remember, the Chiefs had a good defense in a while. That's facts. But that high-powered offense is ridiculous. And I think the Cowboys have... This had the hop on. Only difference is that remember Kansas City at one point didn't have a run game. Cowboys have a run game because you got Zeke Elliott, and then now they got this dude named Pollard who who I thought was more exclusive than Zeke that first game. Yeah. But 
it's hard to run against that Tampa Bay defense, which is why they threw the ball so much. That front seven has a lot of people. That front seven is ridiculous. It's hard. First of all, JPP by himself is a force. Hadamagam Sue by himself is a force. Then you got Shaq Barrett. Shaq, he's a force. So you got all these guys. Where are you run the ball at? <laughs> and it's not like they, they, they are veterans. They understand mm-hmm. the game, and for them to be big boys, trust me, they quit. <laughs> and before they, last year, two out of the three was Super Bowl champions. Shaq exactly. Barrett won on 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 the Broncos, and JBP mm-hmm. was on the Giants. So, like I said, they're veterans. So that front seven. It's hard to run against that front seven. So which leaves the secondary, which is why they threw the ball so much. Now, granted, I understand the secondary, their starting safety was not playing because he was injured. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then during the game, their cornerback started to get injured. That's facts. And it's like, oh, my God. And then one <laughs> uh, was laying on the ground because he had a cramp. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, Bucks. Like. <laughs> you know, but all in all, I'm going to give the Dallas Cowboys credit because you know injuries is part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. There's no excuses. They supposed to win that game. I do believe that. I mean, I don't know if they win because off the flag. I mean, he still what, the time. Call? They, they, they still have time left. What's what I'm saying? They still have time left. So, you know, I'm not sure. There's no guarantees when it comes to football. We all know that. I've seen miraculous plays happen with no time on that clock. And just things just happen. Will it have been been difficult? More difficult? Absolutely. Because I do believe that was a push-off. I am the – I tell people all the time, I am a Brady fan. I'm a Patriots fan. But I'm more of a football fan than all of that, and I'm not biased. To me, that's an offensive pass interference. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at that ref because I'm like, ref, that just, it literally it happened right in front of the ref. Like, the ref didn't have to run. <laughs> <laughs> the ref didn't have to run for that play. Like, it literally happened right in front of him. And I'm like, so we're not going to throw that yellow flag? <laughs> what the hell? So... Hold on, so we so we letting the boys just play, huh? Hmm. Okay. Cause as soon as I saw the push off, the first thing I was looking for was the yellow. <laughs> Cause I saw it. I was like, oh, he pushed off. Yeah. That's it. That's coming back. I think he did flop a little bit though, because he didn't get pushed that hard. But facts. I mean, <laughs> that's facts. I'll give you on that one. That man he tried to sell that flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably why he didn't throw the flag. <laughs> The ref was thinking, man, if you don't get your big ass up, some of that flopping, and then by the time he realized it, uh, it's too late. I can't throw yeah, the flag. Like, that's fact. That's probably what happened. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not the ref. I can't. Like, I would like to ask him what happened. Like, what was the thought process? You know, what he answered honestly, we don't know. But I'm alone those lines as far as you know that because he flopped. He flopped hard. Like it wasn't like a like like a like a mean extension where he literally like took that one hand yeah. and said. Get off me. No, it was more of get a little separation. But the way he fell, you would thought he got stiffed on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way he fell. But, I mean, all in all, 
it was an exciting first game of the season. And honestly speaking, I was just excited that football was back. That's facts. I was just really, really excited that football was back. And like I said, it was a good game. Hopefully the Cowboys can take because it's 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 to me it's just funny that Cowboy fans are celebrating this game as if they won. <laughs> <laughs> like even while even when I was watching Undisputed, Skip does like, how yes. about them Cowboys? Skip and Shane Shaw was like, like Shane Shaw was like, you lost. <laughs> 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 you know, but I get the concept because it's like that Cowboys team look like it could potentially be a Super Bowl contender. They need to play like that each week, there. And that's the thing. Consistency. And that is, is without is Zeke having a lot of runs. That's fast. He had four runs at, at the first half. Yeah, so imagine if they get him in the offense. You know, but, you know, be not every, yeah, because not every team you face is going to have a front seven like Tampa Bay. they the so only he, team that, that that got a great front front seven. The Rams got a Okay, besides uh, 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 Donald, he's the only one, so you know, so he should be if they can get that consistency with the offense, you know, it's just it just you know, it just sucks because the stat lives on where if Zeke does not rush over 100 yards, (laughs) the Cowboys don't win the game, (laughs) (laughs) and in my head, I'm like. Damn, son! Like they almost won, but he didn't get the hundred yards. But you know, it puts in the fact that the like kicker's fault. You know, and I put into the fact that is fact too. We're gonna talk. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna blame the kicker, and I'm also gonna, I'm gonna blame the bad coaching on one play. Like I want to know why the coach thought it was a good idea to go to that for that sixty yard field goal. Sixty yard field goal after he missed a thirty one yard field goal. Exactly. Why are we give taking a chance of giving Brady a short field? Like it's the first half, just punt the ball, like and go back to the missed, locker room. He missed he missed that sixty yard field goal. Two plays later, touchdown Buccaneers. Literally, yep. it was two plays, fifty seven yard drive, two passes, one for ten yards. The second one was forty seven yards. Antonio Brown touchdown. <laughs> Certain quarterbacks you don't give that short field to, and Mike McCarthy yeah. should know he he coached uh and Aaron Rogers. Rogers. Hello, <laughs> so he should know. Like, there's a reason why you know they said you don't give these these certain quarterbacks that much time <laughs> on the clock. Like Brady had a hundred had a minute and twenty four seconds left with no timeouts. That defense ain't that good to stop him. You know, and it's not and it's not his first Royal doing this. Like, how many Super Bowls have we seen him with no timeouts? I meant something left, and he took the field team down the field to kick the field goal. I believe the first three, his first three Super Bowls was that exact sequence. Yep, against game, the Panthers, right? Game, it was first at first it was well, he did it against um the with the tuck rule with the Raiders to get Raiders, the Super Bowl. Yeah. When he in the snow drove the team down. Which but, was a fumble. You know, the I agree with you. I agree. I believe it was a fumble. <laughs> that whole tuck rule nonsense is that's some, that was a bailout. They cheated my man Charles Woodson. <laughs> bailout. <laughs> but you know, against the St. Louis Rams, game winning field goal. Against the Eagles, yeah, field goal. Panthers, field goal. 
You know, like this is what he does. You know, and and it's like Brady knows who to throw to in clutch moments, and you would think the defense would know too who he's going to throw to. I mean, everybody in the world knew Gronk was getting that ball at least twice. Like, I don't understand. I felt like Gronk was open on every play he got the ball. And I'm like, how hard can you miss this guy? <laughs> he's know, a mismatch, though. Like, no. He's a mismatch. It, it put uh, linebacker on him. He's too, he's too slow. Yeah, well, so yeah. He's too, yeah, he's too fast. Gronk so is fast. And then the and, safety, and we, he's too small. And we saw that because – when they blitz zero, Ray was just waiting for Gronk to I'm turn saying. around. Because <laughs> he, had, he had Lawrence on him. And Lawrence is a great defender, but he can't cover nobody because he's slower than Gronk. Gronk was gone. <laughs> you know, Gronk was ahead of him already. And you're right, you know. It, it sucks because, you know, it's hard to take down Gronk, which is why I tell people Gronk is different because I believe that no matter what team he goes to, he's going to be Gronk because just to get that man down is hard. It's hard enough. To go for his legs, shit. And I see people try to do that. And he's still walking out. Of it. <laughs> I'm like, how? <laughs> you know. But you're right. He's a mismatch because the linebackers most of the time they're too slow. Cornerbacks they're too small. So if he jumps up, not to not ten, he's coming down with the ball because he's bigger and he's stronger. And Gronk is really good at boxing out mm-hmm. when it's coming for jumping up with the ball. He's really good at that. You know, so Gronk get that ball. He got that twice on that drive. You know, we saw Mike Evans get the first down. We saw Godwin with the pass interference catch, you know. You know, if Godwin can limit his drop passes, I do believe Godwin has the ability to make that team so much better. Because offensively, there's so much to worry about with that Tampa Bay team. That's a three-headed monster. Like, you got... Oh, oh Mike nine Evans. three. It's four of them. Yep, you got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. Then you got um, Gronk. It's a lot to... As a defensive coordinator, that's a lot to worry about, and that's a lot to cover for. And the running backs. And then you got the running backs who catch the screens. If they catch them instead of you know bubbling them, <laughs> you know, catching screens, they can run the ball as well. You know, Jones didn't have that fumble; they got punched out his arm. You know, he that was another Which key was a turnover. Good play. And I tell you right now, NFL ain't shit. Let me tell you why the NFL Carolina ain't shit. If you cause a turnover and that team scores, what did you, you ever realize how many times they show the person that turned the ball over? Yep. <laughs> Like when Jones turned that ball over and Dallas scored, they showed that man at least eight nine times out of that whole celebration. I'm like, yo, damn! It's like Leave yeah, man it's alone. Your fault. It's your fault. Yeah, you did it. It's your fault. And that felt like that's how I felt. They was telling him, "It's your fault." They scored. Like I'm like, damn, Curry man, stop showing this man. Show the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Show the celebration. You know, but like I said, you know, week the full week this Sunday, more than one game, and I'm really excited. I can't wait. My team my is Patriots, at night. I my Patriots play at four. We play, we play Miami. Oh, the Dolphins. It is a divisional game. I'm just excited because, you know, we got two young quarterbacks. Are y'all who, home? I don't think so. I don't believe we are. 
I think I think we're in Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Mac Jones I can double first, check though. First game but yeah, on the road. You got these two quarterbacks who play for the same college. You know, they did. Yeah. They both play for that. Alabama. Yeah. You know, two young quarterbacks. So, you know, it's it's it should be fun. We shall see. We shall see. And you know, and I just I can't wait. And no, we're home. Oh. So we're home. For Mac. Yeah. Yep. Fall twenty five. And you know, it's Calm down Mac nerves. Jones, you know, people are asking me about the whole Cam Newton thing, and I'm like, I'm not surprised that Mac Jones got the starting position. I'm just surprised at how fast it happened. Remember, I was saying about week four, mm-hmm. they was going to start Mac Jones. I didn't see this coming. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Just not this fast. You know, but me watching the preseason games, to me, Matt Jones fit the system more. And a lot of the reasons because of the college he went to. He played for Nick Saban. And Nick Saban and Bill Belichick are damn near brothers. (laughs) (laughs) They're very close friends. And they almost coached the exact same way. Which is why a lot of players who play for Alabama that come for the Patriots, there's no difference. Deontay Hightower played for Alabama. No difference. He was a baller. <laughs> I love Deontay Hightower. I missed him last year. When he opted out the season, I'm like, oh, my God. There go our defense. <laughs> you know, because, you know, it's, it's, he's, he was the leader on defense. He was the voice. He was the one who brings everything together. He's the one you know, who recognizes the play. He was a game changer. Mm-hmm. You know, and every defense needs that needs that one leader to be the vocal. And we didn't quarterback have quarterback on defense. Year. Yeah. You know, I love the other holiday. But he played for Alabama and you know, they coach very similar. The system is very similar. So Mac Jones is going from almost the same exact thing, which is why the offense looks so much smoother when he was the quarterback. Looks so much smoother. You know, we see, I saw the team moving the chains more often than when Cam Newton was in there. You know, my only problem with Matt Jones is he took a lot of sacks because he held the ball a little too long, which is coachable. Mm-hmm. That's coachable. You know, bro, listen, you got to release this ball quick. You got to get rid of it. Either throw it away or find that target quicker. You got to react quick. It's coachable. And the genius of Josh McDaniels, who has been offensive coordinator for so long, you know, you got some. I'm not saying he is Tom Brady, but he has a lot of the qualities as a pocket passer that resembles Tom Brady that Josh McDaniels can work with. He is scrambling. He can move. He can, but he's more of the pocket. You know, he's like you know, in the sense we know Brady. Brady ain't no scrambler, but if he needs to move. (laughs) <laughs> Where's he moving? <laughs> like I see Brady, you know, I see him dodge some passes and take. I see him do that. Like we know, like that, there's nothing more exciting than seeing Brady take off, get a first down. That gets you hype because this nigga slow as hell. <laughs> he got that first down. Now, oh, yeah, I'm hype. That's facts. You know, <laughs> the same thing with Payton Man. When Payton Man scrambled for that first down, slow as hell. But when you see a quarterback like that running for that first down, oh, it's serious. He's trying to win. Like, <laughs> let's go. You hype. You know, but Matt Jones, he can move. He is younger, so he definitely can scream a little bit. But he's more of the pocket passer. He got to let his receivers do the job. And he had a phenomenal year in Alabama. And, you know, his teammate got the Heisman. 
um, the, um, uh, what's his name, Devonta Smith, Smith. Yeah. on the Eagles. You know, he got the Heisman. You know, but you know, Mac Jones is right there next to him. <laughs> you know, so it should be an awesome season. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of young guys are really stepping up to this plate, and that's what's fixing football really excited. I will say this. It was kind of weird seeing Drew Brees as a commentator for that first game. And I'm like, oh, man, Drew, you retired. We ain't going to see you. Suit up. You really retired. He had a suit and tie and everything. He looked good, though, man. But it was just we're not used to that. But, you know, the game, the, the NFL is transforming into these young players stepping up now because all the legends are starting to retire now. Well, who we have left is Brady, Ben, Aaron Rodgers, those are your oldest ones right now. You know, as far as, you know, superstar level or elite, I should say. You know, Russell Wilson is still young. He's only 32 years old. I mean, he got about another, what, four or five more years maybe, but he's still not leaving enough. He's only 32. But, you know, your last your last three is, you know, because Rodgers, I think, is 34, 36. I know Ben is 38 and Brady's 44. Like, that's ridiculous. He's 44. My God. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it should be fun. You know, it, this this year should be fun. A lot of speculation on these young guys to step up. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing De- Devonta Smith, you know, because there's a lot of a lot of speculation for him because, you know, a lot of critics saying he's too small because of his weight. You know, he's a small receiver. And I'm like, listen, you say that now, but we put in – Three touchdowns on your head. That's he's not still small. <laughs> he's still small. You know. You know. I a lot of people take critic as motivation, and I think Devontae Smith is very motivated to shut the critics up. So I think he's going to have a a good season. You know, he has a young quarterback as well, and you know, who is also a triple threat quarterback. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But as excited as I am about the Patriots, I I still believe that it oh, is the Buffalo's Bills division to lose only because they already established their chemistry. They already established who they are. And they was only a game away from making the Super Bowl. Only a game away. I mean, they lost to Kansas City. But that combination of Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen was tremendous. Tremendous. And the thing about teams, when you have that stud wide receiver, it makes the other jobs for the other wide receivers a lot easier. You know, as I told people this all the time, it's almost with Antonio Brown and Juju. When Antonio Brown was there because he got all the attention, it was a lot easier for Juju to put up numbers because he wasn't the number one option. Now that he has become the number one option, we saw his numbers is nowhere near the same. Especially last Ju- year. Last Juju, year, I don't think he had over 100 yards in the game. Juju has yet, since Antonio Brown left, he has yet to have 100 yards. <laughs> yet. Since Antonio Brown left. You know, so, you know, when you have players like Stephon Diggs or the other wide receivers, you know, the Cole Beasons and all that, 
it makes their job so much easier because all the pressure is off. Stephon Diggs, he's taking on that pressure and still putting up numbers because he's just that talented. He's that good. You know? It's, it's all about stepping to the plate. So I do believe, and with that defense, the Bills can be a Super Bowl contender. I do. Mm-hmm. They have they have enough. They have enough to knock out the Kansas City Chiefs. I do believe that because they have an offense that can put points on the board. Of course, not as quickly as Kansas City, but they do have offense to put points on the board. But here's the thing. The Bills do have a defense. Yep. Kansas City is still working on this. Now, don't get me wrong. Kansas City, they have individual defenders who are game changers. Absolutely. You know, Tyrone Mathio, Chris Jones, they are game changers. But, you know, the Buffalo's defense, they have a – they're collective. And I do believe that they can make some noise. And like I said, a lot of trades did happen where now you can't – you got to think about the Tennessee Titans. You know, they was already a good team, and they just added Julio Jones. Like, damn, I had to worry about Derrick Henry running my ass over. Now I got to worry about this six-something-tall wide receiver who can jump out the box and almost grab anything. Ryan Tannehill is going to have fun. And because of who Derrick Henry is, that play action on Tennessee Titans is going to be deadly. I would not be surprised if I see so much more deep-thrown balls on the Tennessee Titans than we did a year ago because of Derrick Henry. And all for your play action to be successful, your run game got to be on it. We all know how we know about Derrick Henry. Shoot. Ask Josh Norman knows about Derrick Henry. Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, that stiff arm was deadly, boy. That stiff arm is crazy. But when your run game is effective, and then you get somebody like Julio Jones, who is a freak of nature, put that in the play action format. Good luck. That's all I can say. Good luck. Good luck. You know? So there's a lot of trades that happen, you know. Of course, you still got to look at, you know, the Cardinals who added A.J. Green, you know. His job is going to be easier, too, because he's he went to a team where he's no longer the number one option. DeAndre Hawkins is there. We all know that that man is the number one option by mm-hmm. far, no matter what team he go to. And Larry Fitz is there, is, is there still, right? Who? Larry Fitzgerald? We don't know. Larry Joe, technically speaking, is still on the team, but I think he's debating if he wants to play or retire. He should play one more. But if he's there, that's Mr. Reliable right there. Yeah, I think Old he should play reliable. One, at least one more year. You know, and if he's playing, bro, get, that's it. Like, you don't got to work as hard. Just get open. Because the best cornerback is going to follow DeAndre Hawkins. Like, if they play the Rams, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is not guarding. He's not going to guard A.J. Green. He played the Rams twice. He's going to be on DeAndre Hopkins, which means that A.J. Green, whoever cornerback is on you, you just need to get open and burn him because the tough guy is not on you right now because you're no longer the number one option. That monkey's off your back. You know, so a lot of, lot of potential 
contenders this year, which I think is good for the game. You know, we don't have just one, two, or three teams just saying, oh, yeah, only three teams are contenders. No, we got a lot more now. You know, and anything can happen. A lot of teams can surprise you, you know, but I'm excited for it, and I really can't wait for it. And wrestling start doing their jobs and start blowing that flag. <laughs> Because, you know, that, I mean, it was it was a game changer. It was. You went from in field goal range because of that no call. That was, that was a 22-yard catch. Put him in field goal range. That's it. You know, like I said, I mean, there's no guarantee that they still would have lost, but the chances were higher. Chances were higher if we throw that flag. You know, but like I said, it was a fun game all in all. I'm really excited for this football season. Yeah, I hope everybody enjoys, man. All right, well, I appreciate you as always. Yes, sir. You know, hopefully we get this, you know, this app to work on Damos and he keeps getting <laughs> cut out. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know. But hopefully we get this worked out, man. But I appreciate it, man. You have a good one, bro. You too. Yeah.